The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. This podcast is sponsored by QS. For over 25 years, QS has been helping prospective MBA candidates make informed decisions about choosing the right business school. At our upcoming Dallas event, you can meet face-to-face with admission directors from top-ranked U.S. and international business schools, including UT Austin, SMU, Rice, IE, Hult, and many more. Find out more at topmba.com. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. Our guest today is Sam Wong, Senior Associate at BMW iVentures. Hello, Sam. Hi, Ron. Hi, Kathleen. How's it going? Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We'd like to start by having you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about your role at BMW iVentures and your experience in AI. Sure. So I'm a senior associate at BMW iVentures. We are a 500 million euro fund that invests in companies and interesting technologies that are related to the automotive ecosystem. And then what that means is that we invest in all of the technologies and startups and services that it takes to really make a car. And that could include things like Industry 4.0, autonomous driving, enabling technologies for the car, even intelligent assistance and so forth. And then, you know, once you make the car, what that means is we also invest in all of the technologies, services and startups that it takes to retain the customer after the car is in his or her hands and continue to build interesting experiences experiences on top of automotive ownership or alternative mobility experience as well. That can mean things like automotive insurance, marketplaces for used cars, and just generally different modes of mobility. And then in terms of my experiences that I've had previously, I was at SK Telecom Ventures, and then I was also at Bosch Ventures. Incidentally, I'm also a lawyer, which is kind of funny, and most people don't really see the connection. But interestingly enough, law kind of focuses a lot on Boolean theory, and that kind of underpins a lot of the logic behind AI too. But I spend a lot of my time thinking about AI problems and AI technologies. And I guess you could say I'm the the dedicated AI guy on the team, though I think everyone focuses on AI in, in some extent as well. Great. So let's get into a little bit more specifically on the artificial intelligence side. So talk about some ways that you see some of the investments in AI and some of the recent or more intriguing investments you made. Maybe you could tell us about what BMW iVentures is doing specifically with their AI investments. Yeah. So when you think of AI investments, you can really categorize it into two ways. One is the general purpose AI companies. These are what I call great companies with really smart people and they have AI technology, but they don't really have a specific business problem that they're trying to solve. And then you have this second camp of AI companies that are really targeting a specific business application using AI technology. And I call these guys applied AI companies. In terms of where I think the the great investment opportunity lies, it's really in the applied AI camp. And the reason why is because even though we might have seen some really good exits with some of the general purpose AI companies, that was really when a lot of bigger corporations that are the acquirers didn't have really formulated AI strategies and didn't have the talent. So a lot of the former or even some small current acquisitions are are based on hires and just building out expertise. 
But once you have that, you're going to see a lot more acquisitions around applied AI companies. And so for me, when I think of what's a good company to invest in, I would say always a company that thinks really hard about a specific business problem and uses AI technology as a means to get there and really does not view AI technology as the end. And then let me give you an example of an applied AI company just for illustrative purposes. So an applied AI company would be something like a robotics company that uses AI technology to create a, a robot that serves a specific business function, whether that's transporting goods throughout the warehouse or bringing meals to people in a senior folks home. So other than these two camps of you know applied AI and general purpose AI companies, and then applied AI companies, the third way that I really look at AI companies or the AI market is looking at it in terms of big data and companies that can clean the data, provide high quality data, and at scale, I view these also as within the AI landscape, um, mainly because any sort of machine learning project or AI project or you know, deep learning project, it all relies on the quality of data. So without investing in these companies that clean the data, make sure the data is good, then you really don't have an effective or sufficient AI technology or product. And so in terms of where we've invested in AI technology or I've invested in AI technology, I kind of operate under the assumption that AI is everywhere. And even when you're not investing specifically in AI technology, it's somehow going to be related. So one of the interesting investments that I did recently was in DSP Concepts. And what they do is provide this great audio processing software that would enable the quicker iteration of intelligent assistance and voice interactivity across products. So this really capitalizes on what I would call the move towards having more engaging and highly interactive experiences with products using voice technology, which is, of course, AI technology. Some other interesting companies that we've invested in is Zometry, which is a marketplace for machining services that allows corporations trying to do prototyping and production level parts to get these parts really more cheaply and quickly. And while, you know, people are like, is this an AI company? For me, it is because the way that they're so unique uh -huh. and different and effective is because they use AI technology to find the best machining service for a big corporation. So I think, you know, in terms of interesting investments, those are kind of the top two that come to mind. We recently also invested in autonomous driving startup. It's not disclosed yet, but this company's operationalizing autonomous driving technology in fleet. So, of course, you know, all automotive OEM has to have some sort of autonomous driving investment, and this is the one for us. So cool. Yeah. So what are some of the challenges to adopting AI in the auto industry that you've seen? Mm -hmm. So I think the automotive industry is really like any other industry in how it's trying to tackle AI. And it really comes down to two things. One is how do you incorporate AI technology across the enterprise so that you can streamline workflows and optimize cost reduction and things like that. And then the other way that enterprises are trying to integrate AI technology is, of course, in creating sticky and more addictive products. Those are you know, two general things that any sort of AI company or any sort of company really is trying to solve. And those are the big problems. Going specific to automotive, though, one of the key challenges I see is that with a car, the R&D time is most likely around four to six years from thinking of a concept to actually going into production. So what this means is that your feedback loops 
into the type of data that you're able to get from developing a car is uh-huh. is limited. You're not going to be able to have as many iterations on the car because your development times are just so long. But then, you know, going, you know, I think a lot of people think about the automotive industry and autonomous driving because that's really the hot thing. And the key AI technology problems with cars and AV cars right now is having bad data and really the lack of data to train your AV cars sufficiently. You know, right now to train an autonomous driving car, it takes people say six billion miles to train an autonomous driving car. So some ways that OEMs are trying to do to trying to get around that problem is to create simulations so that you don't have to really run those six billion miles in real life. Those are some of the big problems we're trying to solve is you know, it's really about the data and then leveraging your AI technology on top of that data to streamline workflows and, and create really sticky and addictive products across the enterprise. Uh-huh. Well, you actually briefly talked about this, and that's the role that big data plays with AI in general. And, you know, how do you think data issues are impacting artificial intelligence, you know, both good and bad in terms of adoption? Great. So a, a data is a key problem within AI field, but it's also one of the drivers of the proliferation of AI technology today. So what I mean by that is you know, with any sort of AI problem or machine learning problem, you have your algorithms and you have your data. In order to train your algorithms effectively, you need the data. So what this means is for you know automotive OEMs like us, when we don't have enough data, when we don't have enough data about the miles of a car that has driven our, on the road, we're not able to train our system effectively. The second problem with data is that if you have data that is dirty, you're going to train your system completely wrong. So, you know, if you have, if, for example, if you tell a child growing up that, you know, a picture of a cat is in fact a dog and the child learns that cat or thinks that that cat is a dog, you're feeding that child the wrong data. So that child's going to have the wrong output. That's a very basic machine learning yeah. example, but yeah. that's the type of problem that really resonates across data and, and AI. Without you know solving these key issues of bad quality data and lack of data, we're not going to be able to solve the, the big AI problems down the road. Uh-huh. So are you, some of what you're looking at maybe big data specific that may not necessarily even be AI specific, just sort of more underlying issues of, of helping organizations get better data, clean that data better, maybe try to eliminate some biases in the data that may be applicable to other domains that are not just AI specific? Have you been looking sort of more broadly beyond AI in terms of big data? Yeah, that's exactly my investment focus. It's applied AI and companies that can simulate AI data or simulate or, or actually clean or process the data data before you run your machine learning algorithms on top of them. Okay. And then as a last note, we'd like to end with what do you believe the future of AI is general and then its applications to corporations and beyond? I believe that all corporations are going to have to quickly design and implement an AI strategy or they will face death or soon to be cannibalized in the market. And the way that they have to define their strategy is really in two ways. And they have to answer these two questions. Number one is how are they going to integrate AI technology and leverage the data that is existing across their enterprise to streamline collaborations across their businesses, to implement cost reductions, to improve the enterprise as a whole? The second question that they'll have to ask is, how are they going to use that the data that they have that is specific to their industry to basically get a competitive advantage over their competitors? So what this means is 
example, a Google has so much data on a search engine, and people have been using Google search engines for nearly the last two decades. No one is ever going to beat, I, I don't think anyone can ever go and beat Google in developing a new search engine. Google has acquired such a large data set for its search engine that it's going to stay the winner in this field. So for AI companies like Facebook and Google that have really amassed a, a market lead in whether it's their social media platform, creating really sticky news feeds and feedback loops based on users' interactions with the site, or whether it's a search engine like Google, you're not going to see entrance into that market. So what does that mean for startups? Startups who want to win and want to leverage AI technology, which I believe is necessary for them to do, are going to have to find a very specific market niche and be very good at it. The best example I have is from Andrew Ng. He's one of like the front, you know, foremost experts in AI technology. And he had this example of the Blue River system was recently acquired by John Deere Technology. And the founders of Blue River were his students at Stanford. Uh, the acquisition amount was $300 million. So what Blue River did was, you know, the, the students at the time were just taking pictures of heads of lettuce. And they just took, you know, millions and millions and millions of pictures of heads of lettuce. So they had the biggest collection of heads of lettuce. You know, Google doesn't have that. Facebook doesn't have it. IBM doesn't have a lot of heads of lettuce pictures, but these students did. So what they did was build a company on top of that data set so that they could create a technology. It's basically like a robot that allows you to see which heads of lettuce need to be sprayed with pesticides or, you know, which weeds need to be picked out. And what this meant is at the end, you know, farmers could have a 90% reduction in the amount of pesticides they use. There was just a general optimization in the processes in the farm. So that company got bought out by John Deere by, for $300 million. So as you can see, finding a specific niche when you have players like Google and Facebook, which are so far in, in what they've done in terms of the data set and just their, their experience, you're going to have to find a specific niche or it's going to be very hard to win. Good to know. Well, I think that's one of the things we're definitely focusing on, you know, as part of both our research and our podcast, we're trying to find all those niches because artificial intelligence is definitely going across that big hype cycle right now. Everybody's talking about it. We've gone to many events and there's certainly a lot of great things happening in artificial intelligence, but also a lot of things that are just spraying the veneer of AI on other technologies. So trying to distinguish the difference. AI light, we call it. (laughs) Exactly. AI light. Well, I really wanted to thank you. You did a great job. We really appreciated you joining us on this podcast. Thank you. I had a great time. And listeners, as always, we'll post articles and concepts discussed in the show notes. And I know that Sam's starting a blog as well, so we'll link to that as well. And Sam, we'd like to thank you once again for joining us. Thank you so much, both of you. And listeners, we'll catch you at the next podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more please visit our website at Cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolitica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, 
including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright 2017 by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.